Oh, this is uh, this is our Tom. Our Tom. Okay, so post-apocalyptic world. Tom Hanks is Finch, living by himself. You know, because what what with the apocalypse and everything. Yes, and his dog called Dog, and the ozone layer has turned into Swiss cheese, meaning it's got loads and loads of holes in oh, it. Oh, I see. Not. Yeah. I was going to say that would be a very kind of yeah. strange fantasy. There is actually a gag in it about that, you know, um, sort of cloudy with a, a chance of meatballs gag. So he walks everywhere in a radiation suit with with a helmet on, makes him look like he's a spaceman in outer space. He goes from building to building, from town to town, scavenging supplies, but he has strict codes of conduct about not doing unnecessary damage to other people's property, okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he gets what he needs, but he but he's very respectful. So he's basically everything that you would hope Tom Hanks would be yes. in the event of an apocalypse. He's playing Tom. Yeah. So Mel Gibson, Mad Max. Tom Hanks, Decent Tom. Excellent. So that's good. So Decent Tom versus the end of the world. I want to be with him in this I know, apocalypse. I know. This is exactly... I mentioned this because just... You and I were just talking before about... We've seen a lot of apocalyptic movies recently. So anyway, he has a robot companion, a ro- like a little thing that looks like a robot dog, like K-9 from Doctor Who, mm-hmm. called Dewey. And I'll tell you why that's significant. Why is, why is it significant that he's called Dewey? Okay, I'll get to it. Um, Dewey and, Lewis in the news. No, no, but well done. And he is building a robot android, you know, walkie robot thing. Because he wants something, somebody, to look after dog when he is absent. So he builds a robot. Here's a clip. Tell me something interesting about you. I have four primary directives. What is the first directive? First directive. A robot cannot harm a human or through inaction allow a human to be harmed. (laughs) Oh, oh, hey, calm down. Calm down, dude. Listen to this. It'll make you feel better. What about the fourth directive? Fourth directive. In Finch's absence, robots must protect the welfare of dog. This directive supersedes all other directives. You hear that? So you understand how important this dog is to me? Yes. So you know who Finch is? You are Finch. Yes. You, are you liking it already? Yeah, no, I've se- and I've seen the trailers. Okay. This is an Apple, it's an Apple thing, isn't so, it? Well, okay, so here's the interesting thing. So it's it started life as a screenplay by Craig Luck and Ivor Powell, which was a spec script that they had written, which was on the blacklist. And we've talked about this before, but the blacklist is a list compiled of the best unproduced screenplays. So the way an awful lot of those things will now get made is that they get they make their way onto the blacklist, which is sort of, you know, look, we think this should be made, why don't you? And um, it was originally entitled BIOS. It was announced in 2017 that it was going to be made, produced by Spielberg's company Amblin. And it was due to be theatrically released by Universal because it's, you know, it's a, you know, it's a fairly large uh, project. It was then delayed. Filming was kind of interrupted by COVID. It is now coming direct to Apple TV. So it's opening today on Apple TV. But it was made as a theatrical, uh, you know, as a, as a theatrical film from a spec script directed by Miguel Sapochnik, who is a British director of uh, Argentinian origin, best known apparently for his work on Game of Thrones. I have to say it was a, a new name to me. Now, here's the thing. Firstly, what does the film owe debts to? Well, okay, so 
lovely little robot called Dewey. Silent Running. Yes, well done. So, you know, Huey, Dewey and Louie in Silent Running. This is, there's an awful lot of Silent Running. Earth has been depleted. So you love it already? Well, it's, I mean, you know, it's, it, it, you can you can nod towards Silent Running, but not be as good as Silent Running. But it's it was a thing that worked for me because Tom Hanks's relationship with the kind of robot, which isn't a dog but looks like a dog, um, was kind of very you know very sweet and reminded me of Silent Running. And of course, Silent Running inspired Wall-E, and Wall-E is also in the background of all of this. You know, depleted Earth robot going around picking up stuff. You know, making the you know kind of a mechanized womble. There's also an awful lot of Chappie in it because the robot, Jeff, which is played by Caleb Landry-Jones, but in motion capture, is basically Chappie by another name. I mean, you heard in that clip, you know, him, Jeff, the robot that then calls itself Jeff. There's a very funny sequence in which the robot wants to be called a number of different things and Tom Hanks explains why he can't be called Rover because that's a dog's name and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he ends up suddenly he wants to be Jeff. So... The robot is essentially Chappie, and the little robot dog thing is essentially Dewey from um, uh, Silent Running. And then there's a lot of Castaway in it, because there is essentially Tom Hanks all alone befriending an inanimate object. In Castaway, it's Wilson, the volleyball. Yeah. Um, in this, it's not inanimate because the robots do move, but they aren't living. They are, I mean, although, of course, you know, there is a question about whether or not robots are living. So... If I hadn't known that it wasn't directed by Robert Zemeckis, I would have thought it was directed by Robert Zemeckis, and therefore it wasn't surprising to see Robert Zemeckis' name on the credits as a producer. There's also, oddly enough, a bit of Midnight Cowboy in the back of it, because there's a thing about, we have to move on, where are we going to move to? Lots of postcards. I know, let's go to the Golden Gate Bridge. And although the destinations are different, that idea about on a road trip in which the thing that's hiding in the back of all of this is at the very beginning, we heard there that the robot is being built so that the robot can look after dog when Finch is absent, meaning whatever, you know, that may mean. So it is definitely very derivative. It's also very charming. And, and maybe it was to do with the mood I was in when I watched it. But I did watch it thinking... This is a vision of the end of the world, you know, when everything's been depleted. I mean, there are probably, you know, there are signs that there may be other life out end there. End of the world, the upside. End of the world, the upside. It's Tom Hanks loving his dog. Thank heavens for that. Building little robot that reminds me of Silent Running and having a less aggressive time of it than, than Chappie had in Chappie. So no points for originality whatsoever, but top points for... In the event of the apocalypse, I'd like to be in Tom Hanks's bus, if that's OK. Yes. So everything will be all right in the end. And if it's not all right, then Tom <laughs> Hanks hasn't turned up in his bus yet to make it OK in the uh, end. I think I, I honestly think you'd like it. Oh, I'm sure. I think I'm it's definitely. Gonna it's be. just, you know, I know, like I said, it is super derivative, super derivative. But that doesn't matter because it's kind of its heart is in the right place and... And 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 again, it's another demonstration of how how much Tom Hanks can do, just being Tom Hanks. Well, um, I've just finished series two of The Wire, okay. so I'm now going to follow that up by watching Finch. Okay. 